Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castañeda, aka Sola. So little time left on Earth <laughs> uh, to make up for the. Sorry, uh, what, what, how's this go? Um, oh, your other host is not available. She is celebrating her birthday week. Apparently, she's one of those people. So, to make up for the fact that we are down one host, I made sure to get a great guest. Welcome. Back to the show, Megan Parkansky. Hello, my little empty apartments at 3722 Bagley Avenue. How are you? We are doing just fine. The 49ers just won. Tomorrow, the Packers will be playing and we'll be watching the game together. Megan, what are your thoughts about a potential future game between my 49ers and your Green Bay Packers? I think we are not as good as we think we are, and we'll probably lose. Oh, okay. That, that answer, <laughs> not the answer I expected, so that makes two of us. Uh, our friendship will either end or be much, much stronger after that. Um, I'm curious, Megan, do you have any shout-outs? I do. Shout-out to Lauren, who had sent me something for Christmas, and I thanked her for it. And then the next day, a Christmas card came. And then I got wrapped up in my Christmas travels, and I don't think ever thanked you for your Christmas card. So your my gratitude moves so much slower than your gift giving. Thank you for that. Trice, shout out. Thank you for, for all you do for the people. Um, and shout out to Lisa. Happy birthday. I should have mentioned that if it sounds like we're performing at the Hollywood Bowl, it's because we're in an empty Bagley apartment because Megan is moving to NoHo, baby. You hauling, baby. Enough about Megan. My shout-outs are, number one, to Lisa motherfucking Lowry. Happy birthday. It's on Wednesday. This should be out by then. So you guys can uh, harass her on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Well, she doesn't check Instagram. Just go to her house, knock on the door, give her a present. Uh, also, shout-out to Trice for doing all the work on the Sketchfest shenanigans. Shout out to Dr. Jen for being such a great influence on me. Oh, yeah. Shout out Dr. Jen. She texted me and complimented me on my editing in Monday's episode. Shout out, Jen. Thank you. And uh, shout out to Chloe for being a baby, apparently. She is a baby. So (laughs) we should move on to the Monday show who the guest I... Don't remember his name. Let me look it Daniel up. Daniel Quantz. On Monday? Oh, it was the best of. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Ultra fan. I should mention I've been drinking. Let me crack this beer a little. I already cracked it, but we'll, we'll you know. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Great Nation. I don't like. The Great Nation. Oh, Great Notion. Oh. Great Notion Brewing. I was like, Great Nation? <laughs> what is this, a like little... a Nazi beer? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was the best of... That's why I wanted you on here, Megan. I know. Because it was the best of episode, and you had a hand in making the majority of this episode, it seems like. But Daniel was talking about how 2019 was a crazy year. Did you know the government shutdown was 2019? Yes. I totally forgot about that shit. Mm. It felt like it was... Politically, you can't keep up. It is a shit show. There's too much. And at the beginning of the show, she finally mentioned the Sketchfest guest is Kirsten Vangs Ness. Have you heard of this woman? I watched Criminal Minds, and she was one of my favorite personalities on the show. Oh, look at you watching TV. I Did had I tell never you, heard of her. So I didn't watch Criminal Minds as a spectator necessarily, but I think I've told you about the time when I worked for CBS station as a master control operator, which sounds very official. You don't like that beer. Not oh, no. so much. No. Can I have a little nip? I had a weird Ooh. aftertaste. It tastes like brown. <laughs> <It's> like if <laughs> wow. brown were that's a taste. A, that's that's the kind of comment like. Lisa would make. <laughs> You gotta f- fill in her shoes. Anyways, 
when I was master control operator for CBS and Criminal Minds was playing, I have to schedule the commercials. So CBS network sends in all of the times for when the commercials are going to be, and I have to manually type them in. Um, and if the times are wrong, it fucks everything up. Well, on the... I could have swore I had said this before. If I did, whatever. Probably. Um, Mother, but, I should get a fucking refund. Drink fresh. Oh. It says drink Take fresh, December 12, 19. This was like a $4 beer. I don't think it's guaranteeing beer. that it's fresh. I think they're just saying, like, is they're that advising, they made like... That could be the brew date. I don't think it is. Motherfucking cunts. It's not what insinuates. No, I think that's the drink by date. I think it is. I want a refund. Go back to I Stanley's. I want this one. This one's better. Don't drink anything from Great Notion Brewing. Drink Full Circle Brewing's Juicy New England IPA. Yes. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Um, and then, well, wait, I, first of all. I typed in the times wrong, and so at the last segment of Criminal Minds season finale, the TV started going crazy, and I fucked everything up, and they talked about it on the radio the next day, about how, how CBS's not, like, television was all fucked up. Uh, I forgot you said you want to keep this to 45 minutes, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to interrupt you when you start Move talking right too along. long. So the first of the best of clips was nibbling on sponge cake. Was mm-hmm. this something you sent in? I did. I'm sure many others did as well, but the funny thing about this episode was that Tony was on the show, but Jeff was still producing, so this was when he was in training, I guess. I don't know what he was supposed to learn from watching Jeff sit there at his laptop, but apparently he didn't learn much. I, I love you, Tony, but the drops on the Jenna episode, it was a sad sad attempt at playing any drop featuring Jenna. So Nibbling on Sponge Cake was a greatest hit. Uh, then we get straight into Megan's super produced clip. Tell us about your process. Oh, it's such a they, delicate... They can't see what you did, by the way. A, I blew on my fingers and rubbed it. Um, <laughs> like she was polishing, power mo- polishing power them move, to a um, high shine. Yeah. I am very fortunate that I had an Amtrak trip to Spirit Rock in San Francisco, shout out Demian. And I spent almost the entire time listening back to all of the episodes since Tony started. And I might be crazy, but they keep saying, oh my God, we've worked together for almost, they keep saying, oh my God, we've worked together for like a year. I went back to like June for these. He hasn't been working with, they haven't been working together for a year. Well, he's been on air for much shorter, but the first time he, like, guest produced, I guess, Jeff was still on the show, but he just couldn't do it. Right, but it was June. He wasn't, he wasn't shadowing, like, six months earlier. I could be wrong, though. Someone proved me wrong. But anyways, I just went back to the time when he started the show, and they started looking for a name for him, and it was fairly simple because pretty much at the beginning of every episode is when they started a conversation about this. So all I really had to do was go and listen to each episode and listen to the beginning and take a bite from the beginning. But then there was the obvious ones where I knew they talked about it in the middle, like for, with the Tony Thaxton and stuff. But all of the stuff I sent in, like also the Patreon stuff, I ripped the audio off of the website and like edited it together in Premiere and sent them an audio file to make it easy so that I'm like, oh, if it's easy for them and just have it in audio form, number one, it'll be fucking easier for him. And number two, they'll probably more likely to use it. So I counted the number of nicknames. Mm. Uh, I didn't count some that weren't technically mm-hmm. nicknames and I don't remember what they were, but can you, everyone out there who's listening, take a guess how many Tony Thaxton nicknames do you think they came up with? Don't count on your fingers. Why not? <laughs> you're not going to get it's not anywhere. It's cheating if I count on my fingers. I'm just saying, you're going to have to pull out 30. the fingers, the toes, the everything. You're guessing 30. Everyone out there, lock in your guesses. Final answer, 25. Eh. Not bad, Megan. I wrote them all down in case I wanted to go through them. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Should I do it like the Micro Machines guy and try to see if I could do it? Mm-hmm. The Tony nickname saga. Thaxman, Thax of Ice, playing the Thaxophone, Gardener Tony, No Robe Tony, My Little Tony, Fast Fingers. 
Fingers, Tony. Yankee Doodle Tony. Thacks Bone. I, I can't even read my own writing. This was a horrible idea. T-Bone. Thax Machine. The Battle Thax. Tone Zone. The Bear. The Beast. No permanent nickname producer. <laughs> Tony. Uh, Captain Thaxton. Tony Braxton. That's not even... <laughs> Uh, the facts don't care about your feelings. Tony Juan Kenobi, Tony from West Side Story, Uncle Tony, Tone Zone, Tony Cheesecake, and Tamp Thacks. Mm. And Tony Thaxton. That's his name. They started talking. Uh, sorry, <laughs> they did not start talking. The next clip was about Daniel Quantz and his boss's work nicknames. I have a special nickname for you that I won't say here. You know what it is. It's from your other podcast appearance. Oh. And I'm curious, Megan, do you have a nickname at work? Have you ever had a nickname at work? I don't want to hear about your racist Wisconsin nickname, but any nickname stories. I think I'm the person that gives the nicknames. Oh, boy. I called you, I call you Rafi. I started Rafi. I call you Rafa Lobster. Which doesn't make sense. I call Lisa Bobes. Yep. Um... I'm a giver of nicknames. I'd, I'm not as much the person that is nicknamed. Thanks to Lisa, we call you Maggie Poo. Mm-hmm. Thanks to something that happened on a Patreon live stream, we started calling everyone Doodle. So you're Maggie Doodle now. Okay. In the live stream. and Nicknames are fun. Of course, you'll always be the special nickname to me. You're that, The popular Wisconsin farm girl. Thank you. You're that in my phone, mm-hmm. and I should change it because I'm always like, like if I say text Megan or call Megan, it's like mm. calling, smiley face with glasses, with buck teeth, Megan, <laughs> popular Wisconsin farm girl, mobile. And I'm like, fuck, just do it. <laughs> just say, okay, and then text, you fucking Siri cunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a clip of Ray Oldhofer. Any thoughts on this? And why has he not gotten their, his crap out of their fucking house? I would charge him money. If he was charging me money, I would be like, oh, here's $100 less for the storage fee. I think, yeah. I think that they started out being like, oh, Ray, he's such a blah, blah, blah. That's silly goose. So he's such a whatever. Um, but I think now they're probably like, mm, maybe there was some merit to why Adam didn't want anything to do with him anymore. Agreed. I have no sympathy for Ray. I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him keeping his stuff there. It's not even my house and it annoys me. Yeah. Who does that? Fucking weird people who take advantage of others. And then the reason I don't like him is because when they they show in the clip, you you answer the phone like, hello? And then he's like, what the fuck? And this and that and fucking she man and her dildos. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I, and how Saucy's here. Go on. Saucy, baby. We cannot continue. We will pause. And we're back sipping on some real beer, Coors Light. You know who's been on the Coors tour? Me. That's who. Oh, yeah, it's Denver. It's in Golden, Colorado, baby. See, now why are you so not oh. in support of something that's Colorado-born? You know who else was on the Coors tour? Greg Heller. And he made Nazi jokes because it was Adolf Coors. Remember this from a long time ago? It rings a bell. Anyway, we're not here to talk about 2016 BFF Aryan Boyfriend episodes. We're talking about 2019 Best Of. We got into... No. Hey, don't pretend like I'm not here. (laughs) She's probably blind and can't see you there. Um, We got into a melange. Chloe! No. Of Jeff's unused drops from Patreon. Now, Megan, you and I discussed this. This was supposed to be a Patreon exclusive, but talk me through your process yet again. <laughs> um, well, I was like, darn, this is the thing that made me laugh the hardest all year, and it was simply the best of a thing that happened in 2019. So what you want to do if you're thinking of my process is you right-click on the audio thingy and you press download link and then you download it. Okay. I think it is a good, you know, we don't want to like discuss every Patreon thing that happens on here or, you know, post about certain things that people say like Renee on 
on her episodes on Patreon. But I think it is good to give people a little taste of what they're missing on Patreon. I agree. Spend them whatever dollars a month and just fucking, you know, check it out, baby. Check it out, baby. The next clip was about Wikipedia. And apparently Daniel says... No, I checked. Allison is on Wikipedia. It's not super up to date because it still says she has one kid. But it does include Childish. So whoever manages Hmm. that, update it. And Tony Thaxton's page still goes to Motion City Soundtrack. So his isn't super up to date. Uh, I don't really love the whole long bit they did after this. It had something to do with Cuddle College and... Oh, because it was Hug High School. That was part of this? Yeah. Oh, right, because they were like, look up Beard yeah, high, high School, school. on Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah. I don't have much to say on that. It was fine. Yeah. I don't think either. it's the best of. But, you know, I didn't do the work <laughs> to get the clips. So if the people say it's the best, it's the best. The next clip was Wendy singing the Tony Quiz song. Love it. I did love it, but for uh, in the clip, she says, I could do this for a really long time, and then she, like, stops right after. Yeah. Part I of- love Wendy. I'm the biggest Wendy fan. She should come back. She's had the kid already. Come on. Yeah. She only what has four she kids and writing movies and Bob's Burgers and everything. So I love pl- Wendy a lot. Plenty of time she's got. I thought that you weren't that big of a Wendy fan. I like her, but... At times, especially if David's on, they will start riffing and it never ends. And I get it. It's a comedy podcast, but it's like, we don't need a 10-minute bit for everything that comes up. Just go to your improv class if you want to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I do like Wendy quite a bit. The next clip was Tony asking a lyric question. Oh, he was. This was a fairly recent clip. Tony asking about the lyric in the theme song. Mm-hmm. I think there should have. There had to be more deeper, deeper cuts. You know, this was like a month ago. Yeah, that one didn't do anything for me really. I but mean, it, not a, not as a best of. But again, I didn't do the work, so I guess I only have myself to blame. Maybe twenty twenty is my year to. You know what? You got big things coming you, in 2020. You know what, Megan? What? It's January. Yeah. I should be writing down the funniest thing I hear every time I hear it. So at the end of the year, I don't got to do any work. I think I that all time the time. Codes. I got yeah. dates. I think that all the time. Let's get organized, Megan. You get organized. I'm going to start bullet journaling. You did, you did nil this year. You get organized. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I've, you? I've been doing a lot, okay? I'm you working have something on a in the pipeline. Project, you have something in the pipeline, yeah. And I, I'm not satisfied with it, so I don't know what to do with it, but it's fine. The next Also, clip, did you hear her say that it's going to be videoed? And I'm like, yes, oh, I have to actually that's do this what, now. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, by the way, if you guys don't know, Megan volunteered to videotape the show. And I don't know how to do it. Well, I mean, I know how to do it, but I'm not a videographer and I need to like pay somebody to do it because I want two cameras or it's going to be boring. Anyways, it was a, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm probably just going to like throw money at somebody to do it for me. Should we do a GoFundMe? No. Because it's coming out of your pocket, Megan. I don't this care. is crazy. We need to do. Man, when you're in the arts, it all comes out of your pocket. Let's, I, I know the feeling when I printed up a bunch of shirts mm-hmm. and sent them all around the country for no money at all. Um, <clears throat> and I learned how to screen print for that. But anyway, the next clip was Renee and her vacation story getting skipped. Big travels. I did think that was very funny. Yeah, I thought that that was a, a legitimate best of. Agreed. And the final clip from the best of a show was Allison hiding her yawn mm. and how poorly, uh, apparently... No, it was... Allison wasn't yawning. It was it was Renee and oh, was it? Tony. Oh, yeah. They were all bored by his story of traveling to well, Transylvania. They, they weren't... They weren't bored. They weren't but bored, but It would appear that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, overall, not a bad year. I do think it's speak. I know this is like going back to something we were talking about many moons ago, but the fact that Owen was born last year is crazy to me. That's he's a February. Talk. He's February, right? February birthday. Yeah, aren't both of them? Both of them are in this yeah. same month. Yeah, 
That's crazy. But he's a baby, so it makes sense. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Moving it's not on. not like he's one years old, so it makes sense. Moving on, Megan, we have a little something-something from our best friend in Pennsylvania. <gasps> Kyle, this chat. Hi, Rafi. Hi, Megan. Hi, Lisa. Hi, everybody. This is Lauren Kay with some childish chat. Okay. So, they were talking about predictions for 2019 and 2020. Um, so, the 2019 predictions... Uh, they said, would Owen be over seven pounds or under? Allison uh, said over and Greg said under. Allison was correct. He was seven pounds, 14 ounces. Um, vaginal or C-section? Um, Greg said C-section. Allison said vaginal. Um, Greg was wrong. Allison was right. Uh, oh, uh, where was Greg's son, Owen, going to go to college? And they were both wrong because uh, he ended up choosing DePaul in Chicago, which uh, wasn't even one of the options that was given. Uh, Greg asked if uh, crashing would get picked up for another season, and they both thought that it would get picked up again, but they were both wrong because it wasn't. Um, will Allison's home renovation be done by March? And again, this was from 2019. Uh, they asked if it would be done by March, and... Uh, Greg thought it would. Allison thought no, and she said no. It was. It, she's pretty sure it was not done in March. Um, will Daniel's commute be better or worse after the move? Um, Allison was right. She said it's about ten minutes better, so like not much better. But Greg thought it would have been worse after the move, so he was wrong. Um, oh, and sorry. Okay, so the 2020 predictions. Democrat or Trump? They both say Democrat. Um, Allison likes Elizabeth Warren, and so do I. So it makes me happy to hear that. I feel like Allison is smart. So that makes me smart. <laughs> um, and Greg does too. Uh, they said, who do you really think that the Democratic uh, candidate is going to be? And... They both think that it's going, or sorry, Greg thinks it's going to be Biden. Um, will Greg be staffed on a show this year? Um, a Writers Guild job? They both say yes, and they say a few times like they're kind of saying the answer that they're hoping for, wishful thinking. Uh, what month will Owen, baby Owen walk in? Allison says in February, which will be his 12th month. Greg says in January. So I guess we'll see about that soon. <laughs> um, and I think it would have been, oh, and I'm sorry. And then they said, how many live childish shows will they do in 2020? And their predictions, uh, both of them say five. Um, oh, and will when will Elliot be fully potty trained? Allison says March. Greg says April. Um, oh, and I thought it would have been more fun if they would have predicted what his first word would be, like, is it going to be mommy, you know, daddy, Wendy, Elliot? So that would have been, that's what I would have asked. Okay. Um, oh, and the people, oh, and will Allison get video for her podcast this year? And they both say yes. So that would be cool. Uh, Greg's dream guests would be Mel Brooks, Craig Robinson, Nick Kroll, Emo Phillips, Theo Vaughn, Kathy Griffin, Norm MacDonald, Leslie Jones, and John Hamm. Um, and Allison said, what's well, good for the Greg is good for the Allison, because they're saying, like, you know, if they get someone on their show, they'll send them to the other person's show. Um, let's see. Allison would like to have Evan Rachel Wood, Nick Offerman, Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, uh, LeVar Burton, Whitney Cummings, June Diane Raphael, Lisa Welchel, Blair from Facts of Life, and Kathy Griffin. And uh, Allison did uh, pipe up and say to Greg, hey, I already mentioned Kathy Griffin and Nick Kroll, so I don't want to sound like I'm copying you because she went second. But we all know that she has said them before. Oh, and Greg, and Greg mentioned that a fan 
gave a card to him to give to Allison in Philadelphia and that the person has a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old, uh, both boys, which is what I have. Um, actually, technically now they're 8 and 10, but uh, my 8-year-old has decided he's going to stay 7 and he's really sticking to that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so a fan gave a card to Greg to give to Allison. Um, the card was just like saying she's a fan and she wants to be cool like Allison. Um, and, but yeah, it was not me. So I wonder who that was, who's a fan of Allison and Greg that, um, lives in Pennsylvania. Hi, if you're listening. Um, and I guess that's it. Uh, sorry if I was a little scattered. I have a, a few different note papers. I'm trying to get, get it together. Um, so I'll talk to you soon. I heart you guys. And I like you. Bye. Thank you so much for that, Lauren. That was fantastic. Put a little heart into it, will you? When I say things sincerely, people think I'm not being sincere, but I am quite sincere. I agreed with what she said about how it would have been a fun idea to guess what Owen's first words would be. I don't have kids, so I don't know, but because of their, I feel like just the way kids develop certain, because like kids will go like, they'll like smack their mouth and it'll be like, mom, mom, mom. And then like, you said mama. Like, did he? No. If he says mother, mother dearest, that'd be one thing. But mama, ma or blah, 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 like that. Like he said, baba, that means grandpa. No, mm-hmm. no. Not really. But let's all take a guess. I think his first word's going to be esoteric. <laughs> um, I think it will be Trump 2020. <laughs> wow. He's Republican. You didn't know? He gives, he's been given mm. that vibe since day one. Mm, come to think of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Thursday show, Davey Huntsberger was there. Who else was there? Oh, Pete the Retailer was there. I was going to say Justin, the comic guy. (laughs) But yeah, Pete the Retailer. And... Fucking up Robin Williams' life. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. One thing they mentioned at the beginning of the show that I thought was kind of funny was the wake up, wake up your voice. Um, Do you do that? No. Do you? I don't think so. I don't... Who talks on the phone anymore? Yeah, that too. You know what? Maybe I do. Like, if I know I'm calling someone, I'm like, hello, hello, hey. You do? I think I might, actually. I can't see you doing that. Well, you don't know how insecure I am. (laughs) I don't. It's all a facade, everybody. (laughs) Pete the Retailer is guest producing a friend of Tony Thaxton. I think it's nice of him that he, when he had to miss a show of Andrea Savage's, his wife guest produced. Tiny Stills? Yeah. I want to listen to that because I've said this before on here, but they apparently talk about, I think it's this episode, they talk about Tony's losing his virginity story, or maybe that's a different episode. I don't know. His wife talks about losing his virginity with Andrea? Maybe, or or it might have been him. I'm confusing them, but one of the episodes, Tiny Stills produced it, which I got to hear that. And I think it's nice of him to find someone who's capable to take over the show. So capable, in fact, that he was hit in drops on his first day, unlike uh, Tony Thaxton after a year struggling to find a Jenna drop. Yeah, I think part of that is because he doesn't want to. Like, when they kind of got into talking about it, he was like, I think it's confusing and blah, 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 blah. Which I always think it would be to people who aren't already familiar with the show. But I think coming from that perspective, he's like, "Mm, that's not a style I really like and therefore isn't leaning towards wanting to do it in the first place and therefore doesn't do it. Yeah, we talked about that a while back. But I miss it. Jeff was so good. I do miss it, honestly. Mm, Miss the old guy, huh? Uh, Jeff, uh, yeah, Jeff was great. I just realized I've been writing in this backwards, maybe. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, you have been. It's what were down. you? Yeah. What were you saying? Um, Tony Thaxton doesn't want to do drop, the drops. Drop, drop, drops. Yes. It's not his style. You might have 
that correct because... And it's the producer's call. He's producing the show. If he doesn't want to do it. He's like, this he's, is my he's show. He's not a drop man. He's not he's a drop not gonna man. He's not going to do the drops. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it's a shame, but it sounds like I wish It sounds would. like Allison wants it, though. Yeah. So you it's know? his job. I feel like she's like trying you, to be like, you know, If you don't want drops. me taking over the job, T-Fax, you better get on them drops, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. We need that biscuit drop ASAP. Shout out just meme or everyone on Instagram. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Allison. That just reminded me of one the, of the posts the on Instagram. Um, Allison posted somebody on Instagram. We should get, you're really good at this. Get this person on the show. I've, I've said to like three people now, like, oh, we got to have you on the show. And they're like, sure. And I'm like. That I, person you've No, said? no, no. Oh. Other people. I'm like, so this would just be yet another person who I'm like, oh, we need to have you on. And they're like, yeah. And then it never happens because well, do you I, follow don't, up? I don't follow okay, up. Okay, well, the that's problem. on you. So, but she, if you don't know, go to Instagram and Allison reposted just memes or everyone, which I love the name. And they're posting like Allison Rosen memes. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to compliment you, but I thought it was potentially you. Making the account because it was super funny and clever, and I'm like, this is Rafi's sense of humor. Oh, gee, thanks. As I said, I would. I don't, I don't mean to pay you compliment, but normally uh, our thing is to antagonize each other. But thank well, that's, you. That's why I didn't want uh, to do it. To quote J. Cole, uh, "Some people make millions, and other people make memes." <laughs> I'll leave that to the dorks on the internet. Um, they talked about. Patrick Warburton. Somebody sounding like Patrick Warburton. Was my hair on there? Yeah. Oh, it looked like my eyelash or something. Was that David? That, I thought it was probably David. All I know is sports team. Do you know who Patrick Warburton is? Yeah. Who he, is he? Uh, he's the who? guy who is he? that was on what does he do? a show. Who is he? What does he, he do? Huh? Was huh? Also, Who's Patrick Warburton? He's in the intro part of the Soren ride at Disneyland. Oh, really? Does he talk like and this? And I think he does the Incredibles voice. Uh, I don't think so. No. He's David Buddy. Who's that? Buddy. This Buddy. Who's that? Sports team. From Seinfeld. Elaine's boyfriend. Oh. On and off again. Oh. <laughs> He's also the wheelchair dude from Family Guy, if you ever watch that dumb show. <gasps> he is? Joe? Yeah, that's right. Wow. Patrick Warburton, friend of Jerry Isn't Seinfeld. Isn't he from Everyone Loves Raymond? No. Why do I think that? That's Brad Garrett. He's from some sitcom. Seinfeld. It's not called a I, Seinfeld. It's definitely not Seinfeld. Oh, shit. He was in that show with Shorty from Grounded for Life, the hot mom. He was married to her. He was in a sitcom. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I think. Hey, Siri, <laughs> what has Patrick Warburton, Patrick Warburton starred in? Yeah, it was like a sh- rules of engagement. Yeah, that's probably it. I think so. Cool. Anyway, Patrick rules Warburton. Of engagement. Yeah, love Patrick Warburton. He does a uh, he does a clockwise swirl, which leads me to the Puerto Rican appendix. <laughs> um, is that a sex move? Does that sound like a sex move to you? It could be. Yeah, that's right. Give her the Puerto Rican appendix and then a clockwise swirl. Lisa will get this reference. Yeah, that's right. Support the team. Anyway, <laughs> new person alert. Allison did a little song to welcome Pete the Retailer from the Star Wars Minute. Megan, how do you feel about Star Wars? How do you feel about Minute Men? <laughs> indifferent, indifferent, indifferent. That makes two of us. I was going to take a sip of beer. Back to the notes. <laughs> Chloe's a baby. Look at her. Megan. Look at her. You. She's so peaceful. Because she has no energy because you don't feed her. <laughs> Give her a beer. <laughs> um, do you, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the IPA, the India Pale Ale, was created because it was carb dense? Like for. No, no, no. Am I thinking of a different beer? Paul. It was created because it was carb dense? Like they wanted to create a very. Carb dense beer that was like because they didn't have food somewhere, and then they were like, oh. Drink beer instead, and it'll sustain you. Sounds Paul, good. Bruised by Dawn, for the love of God, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say Dawn or Dawn? How do you say Dawn? I say Dawn. If it's Dawn, Dawn. If the, if the sun's gone, Dawn. 
if we were talking about the sun, we're talking about Don. Well, if we're talking about Dawn, oh wait, no, I fucked, I reversed them. Shit, you know what I mean. Um, voodoo dolls, Megan. You believe in Buddhism, right? You're a Buddhist, not believe in Buddhism. You're a Buddhist. That is nothing. <laughs> no, to no, do no. With I know, I know. Okay, dear God. You're not Haitian, but how do you feel about voodoo dolls? You believe in spiritual things? Are voodoo dolls real? You got one of me? Because my life is in the shambles right now. <laughs> Your life is working out just fine. Are you flicking the groin of this thing of every day? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have some unexplainable pain. <laughs> Ooh, gotta get that checked out. Um, no, nope. You don't believe in voodoo dolls? <laughs> no. All right. But David had a valid point. But that's super funny that that woman just. <laughs> Like, dismissed him. That was very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. That was funny. <laughs> Best of 2020. Did you know that Robin Williams was a comic fellow? No. I think that's... That was a sad story. That he was, like, Daniel and his bro are, like, nerding out about comic book dudes. Like, and poor Robin Williams is there just like, hey, I, I want to join in. And then they're looking at him like, dude, you're Robin Williams. That was so sad. I've been on a Dax Shepard armchair expert binge, and they were talking about this uh, today in an episode with Tony Hale, how he thinks that super famous people must be really lonely because, like, there's an energy around super famous people that I'm sure they pick up on, which is just, like someone's not being in their skin necessarily. And they're talking about how being super famous is a lonely place. And yes, I agree. It must be. And it was sad. It's not even super famous. If you're mildly famous, your life becomes a living hell because people are, people are so fascinated with quote unquote celebrities that if you're like on a fucking episode of, Below Deck on Bravo, people are like, "You're the guy from Below Deck." Oh, dude, take a selfie with me. And if you're like, "Dude, I'm like, I, I have like fifty dollars in my bank account. I'm just here to like recycle these cans. Like, I don't want to take a selfie." They're like, "What the fuck, bro? You think you're like too good for me?" Well, you're thinking that as Rafi, but most people who try to do those things have an ego, and they would get a kick out of that. And also, Maybe. also. Like podcast famous is an awesome famous, and I don't think Allison has like a, is on the shitty end of the stick when it comes to her fame. I think she's got it pretty good. True. Yeah, but if you are like Robin Williams famous, I yeah, it's hard. You like you don't know who to trust. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to be rough. Yeah. Daniel should have been like, hey, I'm I'm Dequan's on the Snappy, and I did I I wrote for a graphic novel. Check it out, bro. And they would be like, oh, that's great. I'm Robin Williams. I'm rich and famous. Was the murder in 2019 that was inspired by his comic? Mm, not at all. That was like... 2018? That was a long time ago. That was a long, long time ago. When the guy actually murdered it, the person, it was like 2018, right? No. Yes. Quick pause. <laughs> okay. Pause. That was 2018, June. I t- that's exactly what I just um, Great. Good to know. I wrote down that Dave doesn't like the Gilmore Girls. I tried to watch two episodes, and that was my limit. That show can suck my nuts. It can suck my labia. Okay. Orange County and the Rockabillies. This was something that I really wish Lisa was here for. Right. Isn't Betty Page like Lisa's look? To quote a wise man who gave you a great nickname, Lisa looks like if Betty Page was in a rockabilly band. No. That's what he said. Wait, who's he said? The man who gave you the great nickname that I use all the time, Paul Gilmore. Really? Yeah, on her episode of Mental Illness Happy Hour. That's, I mean, obviously that's what I was thinking when I listened to it, and we all know about the little incident with JM. That's public knowledge. John Mayer? Jordan oh, Morris. yeah. 
I think on Instagram, John Mayer's name might be it's JM or something. I don't know. Oh, I might okay. be mistaken. <laughs> anyway, we did learn a bit about JM's affinity for rockabilly-type gals. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to this show, you know he may or may not have allegedly slipped into Her. somebody's DMs. JM slipped into the DM. Can you blame him? I have a hard time. Like, I didn't really know. I can't imagine. I can't close my eyes and imagine a rockabilly person. I don't have. Because that's country western, isn't it? Not at all. Rockabilly? No. No? I'm thinking of bluegrass. (laughs) Not even the same. A bluegrass fellow would have, would be barefoot and have dirty feet. Right. That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of bluegrass. Imagine like John Travolta in Greece, but in 2020. That's rockabilly. Like he would look like that. He'd be like, right? They did say like the poodle skirt, got a leather jacket, and hey, I drive a fucking '56 Mercury. Oh, and then it's 2020, and then they pull out their iPhone or whatever. It's like, come on, rockabilly bro. Mm -hmm. Brian Setzer. That's rockabilly music, Mm. I guess. And Jordan mentioned. Oh, that's who else was on the show. Jordan Morris mentioned Joe's All-American Bar and Grill. He said, you're right next to right next to it. So if you want to know where Allison lives, just go right next to Joe's All-American Bar and Grill in Burbank. It's our next outing. You're goddamn right it is. They talked about rockabillies and swing dancing. Megan, you are a dancing queen, <laughs> like Abba said. Do you know how to swing dance? Do you know how to dance any type of dance? I don't know about knowing how, but I do it in the privacy of my own abode. Also, when you were single, you were... Are you a good dancer? I don't think so. Mm, I think I'm a pretty mediocre dancer. But I do dance, and I can dance. Hmm. I do it. I don't think I'm good at it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you're trying to... As you know, what I was about to get to is when you're trying to court a bitch... Mm. At the club, you got to dance with a hoe. Mm-hmm. So I danced with the hoes. You get on stage and dance with bitches, Megan. You are quite a saucy broad. You betcha. <laughs> when I broke my jaw, I went to the gay neighborhood of Hollywood in West Hollywood. And I went to a gay bar with my mom and Jake. And my mom and I danced on a stage. Oh, that's not what I was talking about, but I did not know that. That's great. I was know. wearing the like mask over my face because my jaw was like super swollen and gross. <laughs> we were all just like, fuck it. It was a horrible, horrible time. And my mom was getting high with my friend and we just wanted to escape. Good times. I can't wait to uh, get high with your mom. <laughs> that's never going to happen. She smoked with, just smoked her up when she went home. I know. You do? I know. Did just say that? Oh, I know. Okay, whatever. They talked about peanuts. Now, Megan, I do not give one half of a fuck about peanuts or Charlie Brown. I kind of like Snoopy because he has an association to my watch, but it has nothing to do with peanuts. It has more to do with NASA. How do you feel? It's a whole long thing. How do you feel about this dumb cartoon? Not to bring him up, but I feel like Adam Carolla was kind of right. Without the music, I don't know. What's there, really? But also, before um, my significant other, whom I'm moving in with in North Hollywood, shout out Jess, um, I met somebody who I had a crush on who's a fellow documentary editor, and she had this obsession with Snoopy and the whole Peanuts gang. And I was like, eh, I feel like this is a turnoff for me. Like, who gets obsessed with this? Also, she was one of those bicyclists that, like, wear the, like, bicyclist uniform. And I'm like, ah, that might be a deal breaker, too. Yeah, Peanuts, I... I I, I didn't grow up with it, so I guess I just am not in their demographic. But it's like they were like saying a bunch of names like Peppermint Patty and Linus. I'm like, you didn't know those people? I've ne- I've heard the names like in passing, I guess, but I could not. I don't think I would be able to like line them up 
in a lineup game. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that dumb shit. <laughs> they talked about Tooth Fairy Purpose. Mm. <laughs> oh, what is the purpose of the Tooth Fairy, Megan? You have no more teeth. Tell us about their Funny. purpose. Thank you for paying for my teeth, by the way, Alice and people. Look at Did them. I? They look the great. The GoFundMe. I was just thinking of that. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, people I gave bump. I gave you $69.69. Oh, thank you so much. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, damn, there's teeth in my mouth right now. Thanks that to the community. To other people. I'm going to take that molar back. You should. <laughs> Go for it. They're yours. Um, what were we talking about? Tooth the Fairy. Tooth Fairy. Well, Daniel's the one that posed the question, and then he answered his own question. He's like, he's like, what is the point of the tooth fairy? And then, and then, like, twenty seconds later, he's like, you know what I think the point is. So he reflected on it and figured it out. But he said it was to incentivize to just like get it on out, which I think is great because when I, I mean, do you remember your first tooth being out, being like wriggly and hanging by a thread and shit? I don't remember much about my childhood, but I remember it happening. I don't think I got money for it. That was not you our kind money? of household. I Aww, don't I don't Ralphie. think so. But how much did a tooth go for in the Parkansky household? No fucking clue. But I was I don't know what y'all's tooth losing style was, but I wasn't like an abrupt yanking out kind of gal. I was like a fiddle with it until it couldn't take it anymore gal, and I just took it like a millimeter by millimeter further and further. I was like you. Yeah. I guess I'm a chicken shit. I didn't want to like fucking, they're like, bite into an apple. I don't get rid of mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I could just fucking grab a pliers and fucking yank them out too. Why not? No. Yeah. I'm like, this is a process. I'm going to do its own thing. And then I'd be at school like fucking flicking at it all day <laughs> for like three days and then bam, I'm like, ah. Yeah. It was like. I haven't thought of that. In a like, I don't just think about these things having loose teeth as a child, but that's like some scary shit. That's the stuff that you have nightmares about now. How many people dream about losing their fucking teeth? Don't you dream about losing your teeth? No. You don't dream about losing your teeth? Oh, I have those all the time. They're probably because happens you lost in some reality teeth, sometimes, yeah. also. But no, that's <laughs> like it's you know how there's dream interpretations and stuff. It's supposedly like when you're anxious. Hmm. Like, you have dreams of your teeth falling out, and I've constantly had those dreams. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Next, we got a Nebraska quiz sent in by some fan of the show. Megan, as a former neighbor to Nebraska, I don't give one half of a fuck about this state. Do you know much about Nebraska? I realized I know nobody from Nebraska. I only know of somebody from Nebraska. My <laughs> first girlfriend's ex-girlfriend was from Nebraska, but that's it. Probably a good thing. How did you do? they do? not get out much? Like, why? why? I don't think do you know so. a Nebraskan? No, but in, in my former life, I drove to Nebraska and I met some Nebraskans at work, but now not like, hey, that's John from Nebraska. No, uh, I had a terrible day in Nebraska. How did you do on the quiz? Poorly. Um, I got the football question right, which was almost too easy. Because you love college football. I mean, everybody, I feel like everybody that semi is in the football sphere knows that that's the name of the football team. But like the Bug Eaters and Flatwater and I forget the other one. But I don't know where they're getting this shit from. I got lucky and guessed that six states surrounded. I couldn't have named them. But I just felt like a lot of states surrounded it because it's really up in the middle there. How many questions did you get correct? I didn't keep complete track of it, but I think I got... I got more wrong than I got right. So I think I got like three right, probably. I think I got two right, which I was pretty disappointed in myself. But at the same time, it's like, (laughs) it's Nebraska. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Huh? 
How about you uh, fucking yeah. do something worthwhile over there, you dumb Nebraskans? Well, I guess they started Arbor that's, Day, apparently. That's a little harsh. No, it's not. They're dumb Nebraskans. Did you think it was weird that from everybody Colorado. except for Allison guessed Grandparents Day? <laughs> Why would they guess that? And also, they were so shocked that like Nebraska has trees. Yeah, I'm that was like, the funny I'm part. I'm like, what is up with your assumptions about landscapes of other states? Of other states. You think they don't have water and trees? Literally <laughs> every place on earth has a tree. I don't, th- I don't think there's anywhere that doesn't have trees, right? There's got to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never been there. God knows I'll probably never go there. Thank God. But, um, yeah, that was strange to me that anybody can just be like, there's lakes there? There's trees there? I don't, I don't see it as a tree place. The why, place why I the one of the places I went in Nebraska is called Ogallala. Ooh, Ogallala. <laughs> you know what's funny? They have there's a McDonald's, which is where I was. Across the street was a hotel, and that hotel has Tesla superchargers. And I was like, there's not a fucking human in Nebraska that owns a goddamn Tesla. But because it was the hotel chain, I guess they were like, we're going to install superchargers here. And then if you're road tripping across, you can mm. stay at our hotel and use our charger. Smart idea. But no one in fucking Nebraska owns a Tesla. And I will never own a Tesla. Moving on, Megan. Tesla can suck Talk my nuts. Talk about wild assumptions. The Angoras have enough <laughs> material for a second EP. I need this to happen. Thank you to Daniel Quantz for getting... A long time ago, I don't know if I asked or a question or something about the Angoras, but Dan, oh yeah, I think I asked about the Angoras music. And Daniel said that he wants Allison to put their music on iTunes, and now it is on iTunes. And there's a second EP that none of us have heard, Megan. I need to hear me some Angoras music. You're gonna. At Sketchfest, San Francisco Sketchfest, January 26th, the Angora's reunion. I don't know if we set up scene enough here, and I'll get back to Angora's in a second, but I am 98.9% moved out of my apartment, but me and Rafi are sitting on the bare naked floor of my apartment. My back's giving out. My butt is getting... It's, my butt is sore. There's a picture of Steve Jobs... He was rich, probably, because of Apple computers, and he (laughs) bought a house, and there's nothing in it, and he's sitting on the floor. Have you seen this photo? Uh, I have, but I read his biography. Did you read it? Yeah, I think the picture was in there, probably. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Anyway. He was too picky. We're we're just like uh, old Stevie J. We're just like old Stevie J. R.I.P. to my man. (laughs) Um, Nope. Yeah, I... I forget this EP business. What was that about? They were Allison was saying EP that just means a single, right? No, oh. EP means extended play. LP means long play. And what does that mean? What do both of those mean? This was back in the day when records were a thing. You 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 have records. You own some records, right? This was like the the length. So an EP was. An EP is, but it's like a single. Like you release a single, it's an EP. No, it's you. An EP is usually like five to seven songs, and an LP is a full length album. Anyway, so what Haim just did is kind of like an EP. They would have put Summer Girl, that Hallelujah, Hallelujah, and that other dumb song. I'm in it. I'm in it is not a dumb song, because now I'm in it. Oh, no, I think Hallelujah is the dumb song, sorry. Hallelujah is the dumb song. Yeah. So, Summer Girl, I'm in it, and Hallelujah could have you, made up an EP. It's a little short for an EP, but yeah, you, you're getting there. Okay. Yeah. Um, an LP is like an album album. Yes, okay. long play. Um, yeah, Allison was saying that Paula, I believe, had a bunch of recordings from back in the day and it was supposed to be like, it's enough for an EP and I need it in my life immediately. And right as the show was ending, David talked about meeting a cobbler named Jesus who taught him how to make his own boots. I loved this. Did you see the photos on Instagram? Cause it was pretty impressive. No, He 
cut the upper. He taught him how to put a welt on there. He taught him how to... They, they poured some cork in there. Well, maybe they didn't pour it. It was probably a stick on a stick. So I follow... Okay, so I'm a nerd, Megan, if you don't know this. I listen to watch podcasts, and I watch shoemakers on YouTube. So Trenton and Heath on YouTube, check them out. You, there they are. He made them? He made those. I respect this so much. I love artisanry. Yes. I think you were meant to be an artisan. I love this. That's awesome. And that was the Thursday show, Megan. Any last thoughts? Rafi, what is your life update? You're living in LA. You're living, you're, you got your new chapter starting. It's 2020. What's going on? This show is not about me. It's about the Allison Rosen podcast. The Allison Rosen people care about your life. If they care, they'll ask me directly. Thank you for being on, Megan. I can't wait to have Lisa back on. Wait, let me think if I have other thoughts. We will hopefully have some great guests coming up for 2020. Maybe Allison, maybe Daniel, maybe old Trappy Boy. So stay tuned for all that. Yeah, I don't have any other thoughts. And if not, we'll uh, see you next time with Lisa. Thank you and goodbye.